It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. A playboy keeps going to the toilet, not knowing if he needs to or not. One of the many ridiculous lines in uh, this week's movie on the B-Movie Breakdown. This is episode number 40, goddamn six. Well, 46, and we've only just now gotten to ridiculous kung fu. <laughs> and we never did on our other podcast either. No, we never. That, that's shameful. It is shameful. Especially I... after seeing this. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't gotten to ridiculous. But I don't know if... if... I've seen a lot of kung fu movies before, and I've never seen one... As gory as this movie. Oh no! And it, it doesn't get much gorier. It doesn't get, you know what I mean. It, it definitely takes the cake as far as blood and violence in a kung fu movie. But before we get going, uh, this be we break down our weekly podcast for fun, humor, enjoyment, low budget, less known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad. What the goddamn fuck? Yeah, I changed it. Now what the goddamn fuck? I threw your goddamn in there. Yep, you gotta put the GD in WTF. I want a beaver dam. What the beaver dam fuck? What the beaver dam fuck? Mm -hmm. All right, that's fine. Throw the BD in there. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Little BD in the WTF. Each week's uh, movie will be revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. Thanks for this movie was available on Netflix. I highly recommend checking it out. It was. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bmbpodcast.com. You can also on Stitcher. You can reach us on our site, on our email, bmbpodcast at gmail.com, or on Twitter. It seems to be the place where people go the most to contact us is Twitter, or on our Facebook page. A little shout-out for Timmy Blaze over the T-Dog Blizzle Pops Combsy Stand Show. Check his podcast out. Search Timmy Blaze on iTunes, or search that name of the podcast in uh, Spreaker. Which is a... That name's never going to not be funny to me. (laughs) Dr. Steve Brule, check out my podcast site, Spreaker. (laughs) I'm going to Spreaker on your chest. Can that work? Can that be a thing now? No. Spreaker? Maybe for Ninja Sex Party, but not here. Oh, well, we'll shout them out, too. I'm all for that. Ninja Sex Party. Check them out on YouTube or download their albums. I'll give them a free plug. I don't give a fuck because they are fucking awesome. Maybe they want to give you a free plug. Oh, they'll give me a In the bud. That's fine with me as long as they I get to see them perform live. That's fine with me. I'll take... I'll <laughs> so you want to videotape. I'll, I'll take one for the team. Videotape it. Or maybe they'll just make you do them like Richard Beck. <laughs> fuck you and fuck you thrice. Still don't understand that, but who who knows? Right, who knows? I keep forgetting to go back on there. I just want to post a smart-ass little lol, you mad, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that person was trying to accomplish, but it made me laugh. This week's movie, like I said, available on Netflix, Ricky O, The Story of Ricky. That's R-I-K-I hyphen O-H, on The Story of Ricky. Uh, this It's a kung fu movie from, I think, 1991. Yep. It is... It was, I, it was, it, I love how they set this in like this, this dystopian future, but they only made it like 10 years from yeah, now. Yeah, 10 years. In the dystopian future of 10 years from And now. it's funny too, uh, a movie that was recommended to us and we'll probably end up doing is the, a class of 1999 <laughs> and the movie's made in 89. It's another 10 year future cap. Oh my God, those cyborgs are coming. <laughs> This my butt. I'm surprised there weren't uh, cyborgs coming to people's butt in this movie because this movie had everything but cyborgs. Uh, it's uh, uh, no boobs. Uh, no boobs. No sure, boobs. there were no women really. There was the one chick, and she ran off the side of a building. Yeah, for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> she was. They should have. To... <laughs> they should have had that be one of the lines too. Like, there's a fire in the the greenhouse for no reason. This chick threw herself off the building for no reason because that's exactly what she was happened. trying to get away. But I mean, I, no. she could have done anything else. She made it past the goons. All she had to do was run down the stairs rather than up like an idiot. And when she gets up there, she doesn't even wait till she gets cornered by goons. She just I have running. no other option. I'll just throw myself off the building. And she anyway. doesn't even like. I don't think she wanted to live that yeah, much. She doesn't even. Maybe s- she was an emo chick. She doesn't Maybe even, she got uh, what she wanted. She doesn't even stop. You know, like, yeah. some people might stop and then look back and, like, oh, there's no other way out. It reminds me of the guy running. in Top Seeker that sneezed on his hand and then <laughs> yeah. throws himself out the window. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. This and when she fell off the building, she was running, but you could when they was when she fell, it was clearly a dummy. But they didn't like <laughs> yeah. do the cut good enough, so you could clearly tell somebody throwing the dummy. You couldn't see the hands, but the you could see the arch of the throw. Yeah. As in like she didn't jump, she just kept running up yep, the side and of just, the building. Just completely like flat face plants on the pavement <laughs> as if she were planking. Oh my god. It was so good. They, I, in the, I was gonna say before the DVD cover for this. I think that clip should be on Conan. Oh, that, that's definitely. Uh, lots of clips from this movie should be on everything. <laughs> Everybody should incorporate clips from this movie into their into all their shows and everything. Uh, it says it's Evil Dead, Brain Dead, and The Matrix times ten turned up to eleven, and I totally agree. The amount of gore in this movie and the amount of just like excess everything. Which is out of control. And you really don't know why anybody can do any of this stuff. Oh, no. You're, I guess you'd assume, oh, this guy learned some kind of super secret chi control crap. In a graveyard. But then, like, in this, in this world where, like, all these people seem to have this ability, it's just ridiculous. Like, it just loses all credibility. Like, if all these goons working for the warden have this kind of power in the first place, why are they working for the warden? Instead of taking over the place themselves. Or I guess they were afraid of the warden because of the goofy Frieza thing he turns into <laughs> at the end. But when just the, the assistant warden, uh, I always referred to him as the ass ward. <laughs> and this uh, hook-handed, glass-eyed, where he keeps his mints, motherfucker, fat piece of shit, is just like, Hey, I run this place. Do as I say. Like, no, I got all kinds of powers and shit. Yeah. Can punch you and make your but, heart explode. But he also had a very uh, obvious porn obsession. As oh, yeah. In the back, in oh, the, the ba- porn VHS behind, behind him. Yeah. And VHS, all I could think of was like, my God, what a waste, VHS. <laughs> He's going to wear those tapes out. They're going to break, and he won't be able to watch them anymore. Do you think he masturbates to the claw hand? Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Because he's got, like, two, like, a... Well, not opposable, but, like, you know, that he can... Two hooks and he moves back and forth. So he, he very could uh, conceivably put it between there and just loop up the hooks and just go to town on himself. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I they, wonder if this is what Hook did after Peter Pan took his hand. <laughs> hook only had one, though. That's even more difficult. Unless his dick was as round as, like, the hook was, and then he could just, like... Want a hook job, baby? <laughs> I could swap the tips and, and get a blunt edge and just, you know... Hook blasting. <laughs> yeah. Better that little bean around just right. Oops, I guess you're dead now. <laughs> Wait till you see my hook. Wait till you see my hook. He's like, I'm gonna hook the pussy up, hook the pussy up. He's like, oh, you're dead now. Well, might as well keep going. You know... <laughs> That actually happened in a hentai once. Oh, I believe somebody it. Back to life. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't like some sort of hentai version of this movie because there was an anime, and this movie is based off of a manga story, and it's uh, it's just I want to read. I wish I could get those to read because this it's just just incredible. This mo- so I don't know what what that is like, but the the way this movie is like. And I even love when they would punch people, and maybe they wouldn't like they wouldn't go through them, but they would still leave like an imprint mm-hmm. on them all the time. But okay, Ricky, he is ex- so strong, like unbelievably strong. He could punch a hole through a fucking wall, a person, whatever. These gigantic, like fist-sized or changes fist-sized lengths, he's able to just you know Popeye his way right out of him. He is he like Wolverine or something too. Because he's uh, can I don't heal, think so. like no, like, but like he's oh. only getting like stabbed through the hand, and like the next oh, day he's okay. like fine. Well, like, the weird, the weird like chi type shit I've seen or heard about, like monks that can like control their blood flow and like pierce themselves like through their skin a little bit with like a wire and have it come out the other side, but not bleed from it at all. I just assume he was doing something like that, and, like stop the bleeding from his hand. I just. Don't think it healed. I just don't think they cared to spend the budget on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. He still got a hand wound. Yeah, because, but, and Ricky, you get a little bit of story here. It's really not much, which is fine because you don't need much. It just kind of, it's it's one of those movies that starts and never stops. Yeah. It just, not, and which is great because sometimes you get movies where they're very slow and you don't get enough. 
action. It's kind of like dumb downtime. We, like my mom's a werewolf. Yeah, we we had talked about last week. Even like even though Three Ninjas was a pile of heaping shit, it's uh it still had that where the fights were long and it was like mm. what you'd want out of a movie, not necessarily like that movie, but a movie. And this movie is the good example of that. It's just it just starts and it never stops. It's just it's just so ridiculous. Right off the bat, when you learn Ricky, he's when you meet him, he's in prison and he's in there for ten years for manslaughter. You don't know why. You don't know anything else about him. They introduce a couple other prisoners. I don't know why because they never come back. You never see them again. I don't know why. I give the explanation of why these people are in jail. But him, you get that little bit. But then it just starts going. The the bad guys, the what were they called? The Gang of Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were like the the. Like the highest uh, ranking prisoners in their different cell blocks, because I guess there are four different ones, and each one was like the leader of one or something. And yeah, and yeah. they're they're like a prison gang, or like only certain people were in it. But then they were just sort of like de facto in charge after the prison people, but most of the time seemed to have more <laughs> more power than any of the regular prison guard goons yeah, who see, couldn't really do anything. It seems to start get, it starts to get confusing because it's not well explained. It is at times and then other times it's just like you just have to go with what's going on because there's no use thinking about it. There's no use looking for an explanation because you're not going to get one. You're not going to find one. I love when they first bring him into the prison. They're like apparently where they walk over toward a cell, there's some kind of metal detector or something. And, like, a couple guys walk over, and then the thing goes off while he's walking over there. They go, hey, how'd you get a weapon in here? And, like, they open his shirt and see he isn't carrying anything. You know, like, they start patting him down, can't find anything. Then they run, like, a little hand scanner over him, and it goes off right at his chest. And they're like, he's obviously got weapons in there or something. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was, like, just over, like, his upper body, and it went off. And I was like, oh, my God, please, please tell me it's picking up his hands as deadly weapons. (laughs) No, they just take him over to this insane, weird-looking computer x-ray machine that they have set up already ready for this mm-hmm. type of scenario, and they realize he's been shot five times and the bullets are just in him. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. He's just immortal. He's just this immortal character. Can't die. Nothing hurts him. He's just unstoppable. He's an unstoppable machine. Maybe he this was a is, cyborg. This is might maybe be from a time before I got into a lot of anime and thus don't know a lot about, but I I wonder if maybe this character is based on Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star, where this guy got Quite possibly. got uh, killed and resurrected somehow, but he still has like seven scarred wounds on his chest, and it like forms a constellation, and uh, something like that. But after that, you know, some kind of big iconic character like that, people tend to riff on it like too much like after final fantasy 7 everybody wants to give the hero this ridiculously big overly phallic sword with a giant blade with no hilt to it or that covers the whole hilt and just like so yeah and i liked how the gang when they when they first introduced them they're in that shower room or multiple things going on there at once. Yeah, it's like the bathroom, shower room, and a, like a sink for them to like yeah. wash their faces and brush their teeth, I guess. And they beat up that one guy, and after they beat him up, they do a peace sign. Yeah, they that hold it up, and like he looks up at him, and they just keep holding it real hard. I just wrote, peace, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, like, that's weird. just a gang thing now. Yeah. Like, somebody does a drive-by, and they you know, all hold peace <laughs> signs out the window. And then, I thought they killed that guy from the first time, but they didn't, which is crazy, because they hit him in the face with this toy train that he makes, and his face is, like, ripped off, like, from the, like, from uh-huh. his nose to his, like, chin. Yeah, I really thought they were gonna go with the, you know, rammed his nose into his brain and he's dead, but instead he's just so so horribly fucked up and bleeding black blood all over his <laughs> face, like, oh, okay. And then Ricky walks in the shower, and walks in there, and trips the one guy, um... Fuck, I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He wasn't one of the gang of four. They made it seem like he was one of the bosses, but it turned out he was just like an underling to the real yeah. bosses, who are just underlings to the warden. He, but Ricky O, or Ricky, we'll just say Ricky, he walks in, he trips this guy, and he falls onto a plank with nails sticking uh-huh. out of it, face fucking first. Yep, it's, he gets one in the eye, and he still lives. Yeah, he, there, were, there were like four nails in this guy's fucking head. And somehow he's still just fine. He survives. He just has the bandage over him. He's a-okay. I was just like, I was like, all right, whatever. I guess who cares? 
And they, they give him the advice of don't run wild. And then one of the guy's goons comes up on him and goes, Bastard, going to hell? Question mark. Like, <laughs> Bastard, going to hell? Oh, good. <laughs> Let me just hit the button for you. And, going down. And if Ricky just got to jail, why does he care so much about all these other people instantly? Like Ma, that's the old man that gets beat up and who ends up Yeah, dying. I thought that was like a weird like condescending name too. Like, oh, Ma over here. Oh, this pussy. You know, yeah, like, and they keep saying how unlucky he is over and yeah, over again. Yeah, like, Ma's yeah. so unlucky. Yep. Ma. <laughs> Ma, ah, what an unlucky guy. Poor guy. <laughs> Stop. You're unlucky. Ma <laughs> really is unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> and Ricky, yeah, he's so fucking pissed. Well, and like, they let you know later on, like, he's just got this burning desire for justice, and he just doesn't really yeah. articulate and, it. That's and I love when he doing. finds out that Ma actually does die. And like, he's I didn't the, even know the guy, but... And I, he's out in the rain, and he starts screaming, and then doing kung fu in yeah, the rain. just doing, like, ah! like Power Ranger fighting <laughs> invisible opponents in the rain, screaming and crying. It, it really was. And at that point, I just realized, like, what kind of fucking prison is this where everybody just gets to chill? Like, yeah. they're all up in their cells, and all of a sudden he just walks down, like, oh yeah, we got the run of the place, as long as we don't walk out the front door. Yeah, so many times they were able to just open their cell doors and just walk around, and... Not yeah, like, the just... guys are in their cells, and the doors are just open, like, oh yeah, no, we're just sitting here because we're like reading or facebooking or something. <laughs> facebooking. <laughs> we're we're trying to we're using our beepers. So, uh... <laughs> oh, somebody somebody hit up my pager. Please, I need please, warden. I need to use the phone. <laughs> I have to call my bitches on the outside. <laughs> One character that I wish like would have lasted a little bit longer in this movie was Silly Lung. Oh my! With a name in, like that, this fat enormous guy who. Ate a horse. Oh, yeah. They, like, they, literally say how he ate a whole entire horse. They go, why not have Silly Lung finish him off? Which was silly enough to have a guy named Silly Lung. And they go, yeah, he was hungry and ate a horse the other day. <laughs> I just love these oddball fucking subtitles. And I don't know if it's, like... They're so amazing. I don't know if it's a poor translation or because this is, like, a B-movie that the dialogue was just that well, poor. It, after seeing lots of, uh, you know, Japanese um, anime and stuff, like, the just the way that, like, normal, like, normal conversation stuff, when, you know, translated as closely as possible, just sounds really, really weird and strange to American ears, and it's just, like, sometimes it can just sound, like, stiff and robotic, or just, like... Just off the wall. Just overly, like... Overly expressive sometimes without indicating that somebody was, you know, just making an expression or exaggerating. Like, uh, yeah, he was hungry and ate a horse the other day. Like, it literally happened. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he could eat a horse. He could uh, he could knock out an elephant and fuck him in the ass afterwards. Like, you know, was, yeah, yeah, but like, he was hungry and ate a horse the other yeah, day. Yeah, but, but it's like the usual expression is, he's so hungry he could eat a horse. Yeah. Instead, they're just like, he ate a fucking horse. <laughs> and like, okay, when I see the guy, I believe that this guy ate a fucking horse. But what I also love is that this Ma guy said, like, oh, I took some wooden scraps and made this little train for my kid that I wanted to give him when I get out. Like, how could he make something so perfect out of wooden scraps that he just dug yeah, out of the garbage? Yeah, I don't know. And this is just the thing. And then after shattering it on the guy's face, somehow Ricky, after being led immediately out of the place, gathered the scraps and put them all back together perfectly and remade the train. So while he's weeping... Seeing Ma, he opens his shirt, which is, you know, completely flat, and somehow has the wooden train in there. He's like, he's this... bastards, take the cuffs off. He's dead now. You don't need this anymore. Let it go, Ricky. And he just, you know, snaps the chain, holding his arms together. He's a cyborg, Dan. He <laughs> keeps it inside the compartment, inside of his chest. And he oh, so he's like out. Bender. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a cyborg <laughs> version of Bender. He... Ricky O, the legend of Ricky Bender. <laughs> but... Ricky O, the legend of Ricky Rodriguez. He, uh... Ricardo Rodriguez? There we go. There we go. So, when he meets Silly Lung in the showers, he punches Silly Lung in the fucking stomach, and, like, his saws... His fist actually goes into his gut his fist, pops out the his, other side. His fist goes into his gut, pops out the other side, but then he proceeds to, like, saw with his <laughs> arm across the man's stomach, and it's like a big smiley face across his face. Yeah, and then stomach. I thought, oh, his intestines have got to fall out, but they don't. He just, like, stumbles back and dies. And bleeds like, all over the fucking place. And then, then Ricky Owens ends up getting a nail through his fucking hand. And then he takes that nail. Then he doesn't, doesn't he fucking backhand the guy? Oh wait, no. This is a guy who fell on the, the board with the yeah. nail in it, and then he. 
somehow still lives, and then he comes at him with, I'm assuming, was the piece that he got in his eye, and tries to, like, stab him with it, and he just holds up his hand and takes the nail through his hand. Exactly! And then just sits there and pulls it out of an obviously fake arm that's, like, bleeding everywhere. And then he breaks that guy's hand. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, doesn't he, like, grab it and just, yeah, like, twist Yeah, he grabs it and then, like, twists it and, like, mangles his fucking hand. Yeah. And that, and that's what I even, I even wrote this down. Like, what the fuck is Ricky? Like, <laughs> wh- what is he? Because, like, this guy, he's just taking fucking shit to the doesn't give a fuck. That's what I mean. He's a fucking Terminator. He's, you know, he's just back from the future, or in the future, I guess, because it's 2001. You know, remember when all this shit happened in 2001? Where prisons were privatized and franchised out? Well, unfortunately, that is actually happening, and they're doing their damnedest to keep it out of the media. But, yeah, uh, private corporations are in charge of a lot of prisons, and they're trying to buy up more. They recently went around and last year and were hitting up all these different states that either didn't have privatized prisons or didn't have the majority of them that way, and were saying, uh, we want to... Buy the rights to run your prisons for how many years, but we want the assurance that they will be kept at least 90% full at all times. How fucked up is that? No, yeah. make sure you keep criminalizing your citizenry, oh, yeah. or else you're going to have to pay us penalties. You know, the goal of a good society would be to reducing crime and not have people in there. Nope. No. Keep, no. keep uh, criminalizing people as much as you can so you can keep them in here. So, in a way, this really is kind of true, and this really is happening just people don't want to talk oh, about it what? or at least not the we need the corporate meeting we need anyway. ricky we need ricky we do i, I want to and... see i want to see him go to like what <laughs> this ridiculous caricature of a warden but probably is this way he has this like 12 course meal all laid out on his desk and he's just sitting there just like pigging out just you know food and drink and everything just running down himself like oh i'm in charge of this place and you gotta respect me, even though I'm sitting here slopping all over myself like a retard and talking about wanting to jerk it. This picture of your girlfriend that got sent to you. And I don't know how a picture of a girlfriend got sent to you, <laughs> if you dead already, but you got this picture over here, and I'm gonna give myself a hook job with it. Yeah, like, I don't know where he got that picture from. It was very weird. And I like when he was doing his meditating when he was in solitary confinement, which was very odd at first. Uh, his meditating style was very, like, uh, that he was losing his mind or something for a second there. And then he's meditating, and they show, like, the back, the flashback of him training in that graveyard. With his where, uncle. Where he proceeds to break multiple gravestones. Oh, yeah, not just punch <laughs> or kick through them. His <laughs> uncle's <laughs> able to effortlessly lob these things at him, which he then just punches and kicks through, and if he can't manage to do that, they just land and just shatter on his rock-hard body. <laughs> just like, how many times it was just like, oh, here's my uh, chest, yeah. breaking through rocks without even flexing. Yeah. Seriously. It's 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 very, very true. And I also liked how, and you're talking about how he could just, like, smash, you know, gravestones on his chest and punch through people and all this other shit. He... They keep referring to him as a demon. That, that's just like a thing. That yeah, they I do. know, but like, and then it made me. But then I get thinking, like, oh, well, I like to think of him that way now. Like, oh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? He maybe he is this demon here to like fucking take over. I don't know. He's well, just so unbelievable. Ridiculous. My favorite part of that flashback, where you know, oh, he got trained by his uncle, and that's why he can do this. Like, that still doesn't really make sense. But I love that when he, his uncle's like, oh, are you as strong as I remember you as a kid? And like, you know, he. He shows off just like, you know, doing some uh, martial arts, you know, fighting nobody, show off shit. But then he looks at him and he goes, Uncle, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. The only part of this movie where things slowed down at all was that weird flute playing montage where he's flying plane around with his... Was that his girlfriend or his sister? I assume that was his girlfriend, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't... It doesn't really matter. No, she's the one that fell off the building, and sh- and that's why he ended up in prison But in they're the flying place. these remote-controlled helicopters, and he's trying to help her do it, and she goes, No, I want to do it alone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and when he, he, He's playing that flute, and then that guy interrupts him, and he goes, Stop playing that trumpet! Yeah. I was like, that goes, has to be a poor translation. Oh, he goes, you're really playing that, that trumpet at this hour? And, like, after this guy's just killed more people, like, the prison guard says, hey, stop being noisy. He's just like, well, I guess I should stop being Did noisy. you also like how they kept, speaking of the things they said that was weird, how they kept calling people finks? Yeah. 
multiple times. Well, the one guy was apparently writing people out to the warden, but like it was the gang that seemed to be in collusion with the warden anyway, so I don't know why they kill him for being a fink if he's more or less helping out their side or I don't know, maybe they just didn't like it that he didn't get their approval first or something. Yeah, and there was that guy Kang that they kept calling uh, a fink, and then that guy Hai murders him with that fucking rigid fucking sword right to the fucking skull. <laughs> that was so insane. Like, there's so many yeah, insane moments. In again, like, like I don't know how they'd allow prisoners to have, like, such big, ridiculous weapons. It's like this blade that's big at the top and gets tiny at the hilt, yeah. and it's serrated all over the fucking yeah, place. Yeah, it's, it was very ridiculous. And I also loved how... And, like, they just chopped him in the head and then pulled it out and just let him and, fall like, down. And, like, why did Ricky care about this guy, King? Why did he care about him? Oh, yeah. Like this, they hung him on a cross in the middle of the fucking prison yard. I just think they assume that, like, anybody that, if he got even, like, the slightest bit of familiarity with somebody, oh, that's enough to hold over him because he doesn't have anybody with him here. But, uh, yeah, it's weird. Like, the quickest way to death in this movie is to try to befriend Ricky. Because <laughs> oh, here's somebody you care about. Let's murder him. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's very ridiculous. And when he... He's waiting for Ricky on that cross, which is just insane to begin with. Uh, fuck, I can't read what I wrote down here. Oh, they say that uh, oh, once once High shows his tattoos, that mean he, means he has to kill. Yeah, and then he fucking punches that guy to death. Well, he starts punching him, and then he... Bl- what did he blind him with? He had... Uh... What was it? He had, like, a big knife and a giant sheath, and then he had, like, what looked like glitter in there and just threw it in his face, and they said, no, it was broken glass, and Ricky's eyes are just bleeding all over the place. He's like, oh, you can't see me. Now how well can you fight? And I thought he was just going to be fucking around and, like, do it anyway. Ha, I'm even better fighting without my sight, but instead, like, he goes and, like, cuts him in, like, the... His like, the, the upper forearm and says, like, oh, we cut his tendon, like, now your arm's a useless sandbag. What are you gonna do now? So then he, like... He takes his tendon with his teeth... Yeah, like, and pulls it out and, like, it out ties and it back together it back. in a knot, like, see, it works again now. Yeah, pretty seriously. Sure. Soft tissue doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, ties his own fucking tendon back together... And then also Ricky slapped him in, uh, slapped high in the head, and his eyeball came out. Yeah, he slapped him in the back of the head, and his fucking eyeball yep. came out. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, what is this guy? That's what I mean. And then like, the guy just like kneels down, and says like, "Well, if that's how it is," and like does like the samurai suicide, better known as seppuku, and not Harry Carey. It's Harakiri. I don't know why people want to pronounce it fucking Harry Carey. If I were a sports fan, I'd probably make some kind of joke about the Cubs being so bad they have to associate themselves with ritual suicide. <clears throat> but I won't do that. But uh, he goes and like he cuts his stomach across, which the object of this is to like make your intestines fall out and all that. So they start to do that. And then Ricky just rushes to his side like, oh, he's doing something honorable. Suddenly he's my friend. Like, no, don't do anything reckless. And then so many times in this movie. Even on the other guy, when, he, when, the, when that wall, when that ceiling smashing that one guy, he's like, Say, come, I'll save you. Uh-huh. Why? These people have tried to kill you. He's, and he wants to say it. Like, I guess it just time. shows that he's such a good guy. Like, the slightest little bit of repentance will, like, turn him around. Like, here, you are my friend now. Yeah. But then he kneels down by this guy, and he reaches up and tries to strangle him with his own intestines. It's, it was so good. It was, it was so amazing. I loved every second of it. And then while he's being choked by his own intestines... Ricky smashes this fucking guy's skull yeah. into, a, like, oblivion. Like, it was just... It's just so many ridiculous things. And then only to find out the, the guy, Kwong, who's up on the cross, he's already dead anyway, and he couldn't have saved him. But, of course, Ricky has to have his He-Man moment and pull this gigantic, like, telephone pole-sized cross out of the ground completely and then perfectly gingerly set it down, and they rush over. And, oh, no, it's too late. He's dead already. And then again, how could this happen? <laughs> yeah. And I like how shortly after that, they were, we were introduced to the, the top guys. The other the, three members of the gang of four. Yeah, the gang of four. Hung Chan, Tenzin, and I couldn't, I didn't know the blonde curly guy. He the blonde curly. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't catch I didn't pay name. attention because I figured it didn't matter. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch their names. But you know, okay, so the high... With the tattoos on his back, his son. What's the deal with him playing leaves? 
Yeah, I don't I know. I get like the. I've always heard like things about a blade of grass or something. Yeah, yeah. I've but seen people a, that can do that, but it's not what I'd call music at all. No, but, like, and then this is like they're playing leaves. And yeah, like, like making the same sound you get from a flute just by blowing on a leaf a certain yeah. way. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And then, like... I was like, what is this, like, Zelda? Because it was very, like, almost ocarina-sounding yeah. and shit. I was just like, this is very, very See, weird. See, nobody that plays music could be a bad guy. <laughs> oh, there's a long tra- tradition of uh, lone Japanese heroes with, like, a guitar they carry on their back and, and you, shit like that. And you like how they... That the gang of four, the rest of them, they had highs back... Yeah, they... Skinned off and put on the wall. Well... The thing with uh, Yakuza is, like, they get those back tattoos as, like, one of the ways of showing, like, you know, I'm in this, I'm in it for life. So, in a way, I think it's, like, a weird trophy thing of, like, you know, his his death was not for nothing. We'll still remember and honor him. I could be wrong, but, like, and considering then, the amount of importance they place on that, it I guess it makes sense. And then because his son, Shah, won't cooperate with them... And is befriended Ricky somehow. And he clued Ricky in about the, the opium poppies that they're growing. And the thing is, they kept saying poppy seeds at first, and I, and I, it kind of didn't click with me at first. I was like, why the fuck do they care about, oh, I get a poppy seeds opium. Ah, uh, I connected. Opium and heroin. Yeah, and it was, um, shit. Oh, Shah, they cut his fucking face off. Mm-hmm. And then they end up just skinning his well, whole body. Well, they just do, like, one knife swipe, and suddenly his whole lower face is completely, perfectly skinned. Yeah, and then when they when Ricky finds his body skinned alive, he's just like, "Devil!" Devil! And he had the flute that I gave him. That means it's even sadder. Yeah. Mind you, this is all in Cantonese. So as we're yelling this stuff, it was not yelled this way in the movie. It was yelled uh, subtitles. And then Ricky burns the poppy seed. Uh, greenhouse. Well, I don't know how it was such a big secret when they had this giant greenhouse. Yeah, complex. exactly, exactly. It was very much out in the open. But I love considering how much everybody just seemed to have the run of the place, and how Ricky seemed to effortlessly get in there anyway. And I loved when he just when he kicks open the gate and all the fires behind yeah. him. He just looks like a fucking badass. Oh yeah. And then somebody yells a fire for no reason. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> they couldn't. They could have just. These left guys that should be subtitles. around for all our movies. Like oh, she went to the pet store for no reason. She's yeah. having a drink with this guy. For and then no the reason. prison just goes out of control at this point. The prisoners are just running amok all over the place. Like there's no control. It's just it's just absolutely. And the ridiculous. one really effeminate guy like punches Ricky up against the wall and said he did some some weird like chi strike technique, like you'll be dead in a matter of minutes. I've fucked up your heart muscle. Yeah. And Ricky just somehow not only knows what it was, but knows how to remedy it and just Beats his chest until he's able to get up and, like, I turned it around because I'm such a badass. Yeah. And then the one guy with the needles comes and, like, so many needles flying at Ricky. Oh, yeah. He's just, like, consumed and stitched like, up. Like, you can't and... even believe, like, the way, like, the guy moves at these things that, you know, somebody really, like, trained is, like, using these in a fight. Like, it just looks like weird, goofy magic. And then the one big guy, Tasman or whatever his name was. Tianzin. Yeah, Tenzin or whatever. He's in the. He takes Ricky to this room and he shuts the door. It's like a steel door and he shuts it. And he tells him, Creep, you're really vexing me. Yes, yes. I love that line. (laughs) (laughs) And then, for whatever reason, even though this guy of the Gang of Four is in this room, concrete starts spilling in. Oh, right. I just assumed that was his thing. Like, well, we can't beat him in a fight, so let's just, you know, bury him in concrete, which would have made sense. If he was in there by himself, not in there with the other guy. Yeah, that was dumb. But either way, Ricky was able to punch his way out of there like he always does, so it wasn't a big deal. But then they act like, oh, he got a little bit of concrete on his body, but it's going to dry and he won't be able to move and we have him now. Yeah, like, he, what? But that's when Ricky is so strong, he smashes through the steel, sto- steel so he, door. Covered and in chains, concrete. you know, when he's wrapped in those, yeah. he can break those off, but he can't break off the shackles of this concrete, at least not until the warden gets back so he could do it in yeah, front of and him. And the warden, what took him so long? Why did they wait that long And why for was him? he in Hawaii? Yeah, why, why, yeah, one, why was he in Hawaii? And two, why did they wait for him so long? Like, they could have just waited until he was up, but they'd seen him coming down the road, then they all went out there. They all wait for like a day at yeah. least, 
fall asleep in their spots <laughs> of their waiting. It's just so yeah, absurd. The one guy who's playing lookout, he managed to stay awake, and he probably had the most boring job of all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all the rest of them are a bunch of fucking bitches. I did love the the warden's son. Oh, God. God, he this was guy so... guy was such a fucking caricature <laughs> of, like, the, the bratty rich kid. He's, like, this super fat, geeky, pansy-ass little bitch who, like... Cries like a baby when he trips over his own feet, walking down the red carpet that they've rolled out for this apparent monarch's arrival. And then he blames the prisoners for it, like, you, you idiot, you fucked this up. And they're, they're, oh, I'm sorry, I thought I had it right. And he tells him, uh, wait, I have it, I have it. Oh, if you can't see clearly, have one eye less and stabs one of the guy's <laughs> yeah, eyes out. Yes, yes. Yeah, and then he, uh, the kid, I, I I love when he tripped and fell. Is that what you were just talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what the, the guy lost his eye yeah. over. He, the kid is just is so obnoxious the whole movie. Mm-hmm. When he's in his PJs towards the end, yeah. and he's just like, ooh, ooh. He's you. sitting in the office. <laughs> he's eating Twizzlers, and then the, the ass ward, assistant warden ass yeah, ward, the ass he ward. tells him, like, uh, excuse me, but is your son eating a candle? He goes, idiot, it's sugar. Yeah, <laughs> I have never seen Twizzlers before, what, despite having this highly privileged life of mine. And what was he drinking too? Oh, I don't know. It, it was like a two like thing. Like yeah, it was like two smaller canisters like stuck together with a straw coming out of it. But I really thought it was like a a fake like cartoony bomb of like dynamite or something because that's what it looked like. They just like looked like yellow, really fat sticks of dynamite tied together, and then that was like a fuse or something. And then when they have Ricky in that room where the wall, where the ceiling ends up coming down, uh, Tanzan breaks through the wall, Ricky smashes his fucking elbow, mm. then he punches underneath the guy's, like, through his, like, neck and jaw, up to his mouth, and rips the guy's fucking jaw off, then proceeds, because that guy's still going for uh-huh. Whatever fucking reason. He throws a punch at Ricky, and, and then Ricky, Ricky punches his fist and shatters his fist. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> ultimate fist bump. Yeah, just like, boom! I was, I was literally lost my shit. I was like, holy fuck! Like, what a sequence! Smashed elbow, jaw ripped off, like, I, I, you know who I want to see fight? Ricky versus Dalton. <laughs> oh my god. The throat ripper. I don't think the world could handle it. The throat ripper versus the jaw ripper. <laughs> oh, there's Ricky. All he has to do is tap Dalton and his eyeballs will pop out. <laughs> there's Ricky. I thought he'd be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. I mean what? And then he's so he's so fucking strong, he's able to lift that ceiling that is crushing him. Oh, yeah, well, him and uh, Tianzhen both, apparently, which is really weird. Yeah, like, and how is Tianzhen even alive at this point? Smashed elbow, sma- fist completely obliterated, jaw See, I thought off. he was dead, so they start going along like he is, like, oh, Ricky, we'll just crush you with our yeah, you know, yeah, hydraulic exactly. press thing, and then Tianzhen wakes up, he's like, hey, I'm still alive in here, like, oh, well, this is the first we heard about it, but then yeah. they're just like, oh, well, you're as good as dead anyway, so whatever, like, what? You throw me away after how loyal I've been to you? And they go, they go, um, loyal, you're a heap of scraps to be cleaned up. (laughs) So then he he holds up the thing just long enough for Ricky to get out. Ricky just effortlessly punches through the bars and crawls out. Like, why didn't he do that in the first place before he even had to hold the ceiling up? They had to uh, electrocute him first with their taser. But then he's like, oh, come on, you can still get out. And he goes, no. I won't make it even after he makes it about halfway there from the corner of the cell. And he goes, his final words are, Mommy, I'll have to leave you. And then the thing crushes him. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. And then... But, and then they, uh, they oh, man, some of these, some of these other quotes... Ricky. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Before, when they were starting up with that, I think it was the either the warden or the ass ward says to him, Ricky, want to get killed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, just so un- unreal and unbelievable. Buddy, why so serious? Buddy, vent your feelings. Do you, or do what you want to me. <laughs> <laughs> Kid, listen, eat a bowl of shit now, then lick our shoes clean. Eat a bowl Ricky, of sh- your tops. Go on, Ricky. Eat a bowl of shit dicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and then they bury him alive 
And if he can last seven days... Why would they do that? This guy's <laughs> been such a problem! And he's obviously only staying that way because he chooses to for whatever reason. But no, we're going to bury him okay. alive, but leave him in oxygen So tube. this is when it got confusing as to, like, are the Game of Four with the Warden or are they without him? Because why do they go and go get Ricky or do or mess with him when he's in the hole or whatever? It's very weird. And But Hung... And um, the other, the blonde curly guy, they fly out of the sewer, which is like their thing. They keep doing that, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And then there's a guard dog, and he chops the dog in half. He punches the dog yeah. in half, and yeah. he takes the dog's heart and shoves it down the the bamboo tube oh that God. Ricky was supposed like, to breathe out of. So... And then they cut to Ricky buried. And it seems like somehow he just got the heart shoved right in his mouth. Yeah, just so unbelievably like excessive, like. Really? Okay, we're gonna punch a dog in half. Like, it's just like the dog had nothing to do with anything in this movie. Oh, when, when right before half. they bury him, they have him dug out, and they go, "Oh, all the rest of you prisoners have to keep shoveling in the dirt until he's buried as part of your your punishment for worshiping him or something." So then the warden says to the first two guys he wants to start throwing in the dirt. Their names are Burley and Breakdown, and they're nowhere near that. They're just these skinny, scared little guys, yeah. and they won't do it. So he just machine guns them both to death. Yeah, that was really weird. You just yeah. Mul- just like once again, the, the quickest way to get yourself killed is to display any kind of love or support for Ricky. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, def- definitely. And then I love in the in the flashback when you see Ricky's sister or girlfriend or whatever run off the side of the building. Yeah, the whole thing. Wait, the whole thing for this is she's walking through a park and she sees <laughs> some, she sees some Sorry. shady looking guys funny. standing around, then some people standing just off of a path, like behind some bushes. And they're shooting up what I assume is opium, not heroin, because it's dark. And at least from what I've been told, opium is like dark and brown. And maybe it could be heroin, too. Either Or maybe it's both. Maybe it's opium and heroin. I don't know. But anyway, she sees it. And this goon is up on the hill that she's looking off of to see this stuff. Comes up and grabs her and kidnaps her and takes her back to the leader of whatever gang is in charge of distributing these drugs and says, like, here, boss, she saw what we were doing, so we thought we'd bring her back here so you could have her way with her, or have your way with her, and then kill her. And the guy's like, idiot, what if the old ladies in the building see? And I almost thought that was going to be a, like, let her go then, but instead he's just like, uh, well, as long as they don't see, <laughs> anyway. But these guys are so pathetic, this girl doing, like, her girly slap-squirm stuff manages to get out of the apartment, but instead of running down the stairs, like we said, she runs up to the roof and throws herself off the building. Yeah, just and then Ricky is obviously finds out about this, and this is when he gets shot five times, and the whole bullet thing happens, and then he puts a fucking hole in this guy's head. Like, holy fuck. Like, this dude is just un- an unstoppable machine. Like, and the, did anybody really think putting him in prison <laughs> was going to stop him from doing anything? Because he's just a, he's just like this just unstoppable machine. He and they just, ask him, why didn't you have the bullets taken out? He goes, because uh, I wanted to remember it. <laughs> and then when they find out he's alive still after being buried, what are they holding him in? What are those bars? Oh, okay, wait, wait. First they dig him out with a big old uh, backhoe thing, and somehow it manages to catch him just right with the chains he's tied up in. They lift him up. And they're like, uh, is he dead? No, he's still moving. Oh, my God. Oh, he's alive. He's just sleeping. And the warden goes, what? Asleep in such a situation? <laughs> so then, so then he, you know, like, he, he does his, you know, like, Popeye, bleh, breaks out of the chains and drops down. And I was like, please tell me he punches out the crane. Sad- oh, my God. Sadly, he does not. That would have been great. That would have been, that would have been oh so good. But, but, then, uh, but then, the warden goes, Ricky, you're the stoutest kid I've ever known. Let's be friends, okay? And he goes, a wolf and a pig can't be friends. I must settle this with you. And the warden goes, let's be enemies then. Yeah! <laughs> I love that line. I love that line. Oh, my God. So good. Like, what kind of... What is it ever said in any movie? I know. Let's be enemies then. That's it. <laughs> hey, you, let's be enemies. <laughs> you cross the line. Let's be enemies now. The closest I remember is an old Simpsons episode where, for whatever reason, Homer went out to hillbilly country. And he goes into some bar and he's like, uh, "Yeah, one duff, please." And they're like, "Oh, we don't serve duff here. We only have fud." Yeah. Goes, Didn't yeah, they stop yeah, yeah. serving fud after all those hillbillies went blind? And the guy just stares at him. He's like, 
one FUD, please. And he's walking around in the background. These guys are like, let's fight. That's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, okay, so back to what I was saying. What were they holding him in? Oh, yeah. It was like bars. Yeah, for people who don't see, at least don't let you know at first that they don't have, like, this weird supernatural strength. There's this big piece of concrete with all this, all these huge spikes of rebar sticking yeah. out of it, and somehow they managed to bend them all just right to have it to, like, oh, the rebar is holding Ricky in now. Yeah. And it's just so weird. And it was like the, Because at this point, yeah. the warden still isn't letting you know that he's, like, Frieza. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, you have no idea he has these, like, mystical, magical powers. So then the... Yeah. The effeminate guy decides to grab one of the pieces of rebar and somehow slam it into his nuts and then grab a a handful of razor blades and somehow... But before that, he... He has a wrench, a giant wrench. Oh, yeah. And is beating oh my God. the fuck just out of him. Bust Ricky across the face like a dozen times. Yeah, so many times. And, and then, then, after no effort, he takes like a handful of razor blades and somehow just like, oh, they're in your mouth now. Without even like, fighting him in. No, it was razor it wasn't blades. Was it razor blades? So then, like, he, he punches him, not with the wrench, just with his fist. So, like, well, if I punch you around, then they'll cut your mouth up real bad. And they probably would, but not as bad as they made it seem. Oh, yeah, but they're then all, the like, warden, sticking out of his face. The warden walks up and says, like, oh, so, you sorry now? And somehow, despite having razor blades sticking out of his cheeks everywhere, just one loogie, and he spits them all in the warden's face. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's so good. It was so good. All, all I wish Ricky would have added to that was... Tastes like emo. And then, did you like when when he when he confronted that or that Playboy guy when he got confronted by the gang of four? His head got punched off. Yeah, <laughs> like just so insane. And then when when that guy's head gets punched off, they end up. Ricky is free, and they end up. Oh, Ricky's in solitary again, and this kid sneaks in some food to him. He's like, you were buried for a week. You need some food, you know, get, get your strength back up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, thank you. Be careful, okay? And then immediately the snitch guy, who almost got killed by the gang before, so you'd think he'd leave people alone, decides to rat out the kid who gave Ricky food, and again, he gets killed for it. Mm-hmm. But Ricky eats, he's like, you know, has his hands tied, and he could have just broke him out, decides to just, you know, like eat with his face off the plate, <laughs> and after he cleans the plate, you see the Chinese characters that say, be strong. And I was like, oh, so it's like, live strong, but be strong. <laughs> you got the, do you have your Ricky O plate? I got my be strong plate. Yeah, you got your be strong plate. Yeah, and then when he escapes, he corners the, the ass warden. Well, he's pissed because that kid died. Yeah. Yeah, he, he corners them then when they come into his cell. And then he pushes the... Or he rips out the assistant warden's other eye. Yeah, his good eye. His good eye. And Not he, the glass eye that he keeps yeah. his mints in. Yeah, why does he keep his mints in his eye? <laughs> and then he so offers weird. other people mints out yeah. of his glass eye. And, then he, like and the, then he comments, oh, the mints are stale today. The, and he, yeah, and they didn't even look like mints, they look like BBs. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It was like, oh, then I thought, like, oh, maybe this guy does drugs out of his eye. <laughs> it was yeah, and then, so the, he falls down the stairs, because he can't see anything, he's completely blind now, and the prisoners rip his one of his arms off, and then they carry him oh, off. Oh, they chopped it off. Uh, did they chop it off? I thought they yeah, they it had, off. like, a blade, but one, first of all, they got, like, a giant, like, wine bottle and shattered it, and then, like, stabbed stab him, him in the back. throat Yeah, with it. yeah, that was and awesome. somehow he's still alive after yeah, that. Yeah, and they rip his arm off, and then they carry his body off. Yeah. And then, these, uh, these cops show up with, like, Legion of Doom shoulder pads yeah, on. Yeah, spike shoulder pads. They're... I believe they were just the prison guards, just in riot gear. But yeah, we've got spiked shoulder pads for our riot gear. And then when they when they're in that like Ricky punches a hole through one of them though, and yeah. they all back off. And when they're in that room where it's like a kitchen or whatever, yeah. and the warden shoves that guy's arm in there, he's basically about to feed that guy his. Yeah, own I arms. really thought he was. I was like, oh my god, this guy's the most hardcore yeah. villain ever. And then I was like, oh shit, because Ricky busts in, and I'm like, oh shit, fucking Ricky versus the warden and time. The, the warden tells him, you'll die. Or no, Ricky tells the ass warden, he says, you'll die mutilated today. <laughs> okay, and then the warden shoots the ass warden with just a gun, uh-huh. just a normal gun, shoots him, and instead of blood pouring out or anything, 
He starts blowing up like like a balloon oh, and explodes. Well, he goes elephant gun bullet. <laughs> this gun was meant to hunt elephants, so I write down okay, elephant gun bullets bullets blow people up. Yeah, it's just it's, it's just, just so ridiculous. It was like it and really then, was just like a balloon. Yeah, though. it was like so absurd. And then Ricky punches off Hung's legs. Yeah, he punches his legs off. <laughs> yeah. like this movie is just it just at the end especially it just. Like I said, it just never stops. It just keeps going. And that's why I was like, is Ricky from another world? Is he from another planet? Like another dimension or something? Like, he's just out of fucking control. Well, what I can't understand is why they have these midget-sized escape hatches in the kitchen. Yeah. If you really want to have an escape door, that's fine. But why make it midget-sized that you have to crawl through? And just before the warden goes full-on, you know, beast mode on us, <laughs> he says, quote, A warden must be a kung fu master. Yeah, <laughs> remember that. <laughs> he he also must have a fake bald spot because he obviously had hair on top, and they just shaved it. You could see all the stubble and, on his bald head. And then when Ricky kicks him against the wall, that's is when he decides to go, you know, full beast mode. Just suit, you know, in he decides to just stand there and scream like they did on Dragon Ball Z, and like, <sighs> oh my god, power level five million and climbing. Yeah. And Ricky punches a hole through him when he's in this mode. Yeah, doesn't phase him. Punches a hole through his gut, and it doesn't matter. And yeah, and then and then he just keeps punching more holes: a hole in his leg, a hole in his arm, a hole in his chest, and he still a hole in his other coming. side. Like he punches him through where his heart should be. And the only way he can stop him is by shoving him into this meat grinder for the goriest moment in the entire yeah. fucking movie of just meat and like. Blood pouring out the other end of this meat grinder as meat and blood fills up the meat grinder. And then all you can see left is the warden's head. As Which he saves to carry Ricky, out. Yeah, and Ricky <laughs> grabs the head, rips it off, and then he all is left is the head. And he throws the warden's head when he goes out there. He's like, stop! And then he goes... Ah, At that it. point, you couldn't even tell it was the warden, though, because his head was so weird and prosthetic to make him look yeah. like a monster. It was like, what was that thing? I don't know. Yeah, he, Ricky just threw a bloody he, head. He, Game he, over. He throws a bloody... <laughs> Ricky, Ricky just threw a bloody head. Your argument is invalid. Uh, well, <laughs> your argument's invalid. He just threw a bloody monster head. Like, where did this monster head come from? He throws it, starts running, and, like... Bust down the fucking whole entire With prison. one punch. And why didn't he do this from the get-go? I know, I know. <laughs> so, but I assume he knew what was going on, or at least enough to know the warden was in charge of it, so okay, wait till the asshole gets yeah. back, then I could get my vengeance, but still. Yeah, and then he's just like, we can leave now. And he just walks out, this determined look on his face, and everybody else is gathered at the hole in the wall, just kind of staring I at was him. hoping there were... Freeze frame, there's credits just, There just needed end. to be an explosion at the end for whatever reason, just because, like, cool guys don't look at explosions. I really so hoped he would have just thrown the head so hard it would have shattered, like, a Gallagher watermelon on the wall, but... Oh, yeah. well. For as much as we did get, I guess I can live without that. Yeah, it's... It just absolutely... And all my own my one reaction when this movie was all said and done was, why aren't there more of these movies? <laughs> why? Why are there like an entire series of Ricky movies? Oh, you need to see the original uh, animated Fist of the North Star. <laughs> I've seen some Fist of the North Star. I've well, seen... you said you saw like a live action adaptation. I'll guarantee it was nowhere near as ridiculous because this guy is able to. Somehow punch you like a uh, hundred times within the span of like two seconds, and the whole time he goes, <laughs> and then like he'll just turn around and walk away and say like you're already dead, and the guy'll stand there for a second, then start bubbling up like a balloon and just explode everywhere. <laughs> yeah, th but I, I honestly, it's been a while since I really, really liked a movie, and it, this is definitely joy. It was, it was, it was just as just enough over. I mean, way more, I guess, over the top and bloody and violent, and crazy, and you don't really give a fuck what the story is because it's just the amount of action and kung fu and blood and gore is just so much that that gets you by, and it's hard to you know for some movies to just be able to just go like that. But it's, uh, I I like the movie. I wish there were more Ricky O movies. Apparently there was a sequel that happened, it was an unrelated sequel or something like that, they never saw the light of day in the U.S., 
uh, doesn't seem to be as much of a big thing as this is. This is this has a pretty big cult following. Uh, I I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. I really really I go out and see on Netflix Ricky O the story of Ricky. You know what I, I love though? Alone. His name's Ricky. So a good way to finish this out would have been to have had the warden turn into a monster and rip all his clothes off and turn out to be a chick and standing there eh, eh, with his <laughs> saggy boobs and vag hanging out right before he gets tossed in the meat grinder. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we need, Angela showing up at the end. Maybe we can have a be Angela go into beast mode. She just has a big giant wang. No, I hope she chokes people to death with it. Uh, <laughs> no, she cuts it off and uses it as a weapon. <laughs> or maybe she'll use it to beat people up like Choderborn or Gasmo. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, apparently there was so much fake blood in this scene uh, where the warden is chopped over the meat grinder that Fen Su Wong, who played Ricky, and not get the blood off his skin for three days. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that just sounds like something that would be real in the movie, too. I had so much blood on me, it wouldn't wash off for three days. <laughs> yeah, it's just... This movie was just so over the top, and I loved every... Obviously, you know, it's just... Like it says on the DVD cover too, uh, warning extreme gore, <laughs> and there's definitely some moments of extreme gore in this movie. I, I highly recommend watching this movie. Uh, Dan, do you have anything else to say about Rikio, the story of Ricky? Let's be enemies then. Let's be enemies then, because we never even introduced ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Not like we need to, but it doesn't matter. We'll do it at the fucking end. Uh, next week's movie was recommended on the Twitter. The Twitter. The Twitter. You know that thing with the little bird? The Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, that's where it was. Yeah, the Twitter. So, uh, I gotta find the person who said it to us on here, so give him a little shout-out. At TGPotGPO. I don't know. Oh, somebody who really likes our podcast. They said they were watching Death Sport the other night and then listening to our <laughs> podcast and stuff and uh, thoroughly enjoyed the show. So they're, you know, all about the B-movie breakdown. They wanted us to watch this movie called Class of 1999. It's uh, it's only available on Crackle. And if you're unfamiliar with what Crackle is, it's a... It's sh- the poor man's uh, Hulu. Yeah, it's like a poor man's Hulu. It's it's 100% free. <laughs> it's a, You can actually... There's a Crackle app on the PlayStation 3. And other things, so you can download it there. It's uh, pretty easily accessible. I I do believe they've got some anime on there, too, but then so does Hulu. But for a while, some stuff was on there that wasn't on other things. I haven't looked at it yeah. in a while, but if you're interested in that, there you go. Yeah, Class of 1999, which is a sequel to a movie called Class of 1984, <laughs> which is about punk rocker gang-type people taking over a school which that movie is what Class of Newcomb High was based on. <laughs> and so, yes, there is... Uh, that is one I'd like to see myself. Class of Newcomb High 2, Subhumanoid Meltdown. Oh, yeah. I saw that a little bit of it back in high school, and I oh, want to get I, back to I that. love the Class of Newcomb High movies. I can't wait to see the new one. Class of Newcomb High, re- some sort of reunion, or again, <laughs> or some back to school or something. But uh, this movie is set in the future of 1999. This movie is made in 89. Yeah, <laughs> uh, youth gang violence is so high that the areas around some schools have become free fire zones, into which not even the police will venture. <laughs> so, Doctor. So why do students keep going? So when Doctor Miles Langford, played by Malcolm McDowell, pretty big name in this movie, the principal of Kennedy High School, decides to take his school back from the gangs. Robotic scientist specialist Doctor Robert Frost, played by Stacy Keach, provides tactical education units. <laughs> These humanoids have been programmed to teach and are supplied with weapons to discipline troublemakers. The androids soon overstep their authority, causing the students to. The ultimate teaching machine is out of control. So yes, we have. There's a lot of people in this movie, other than Malcolm McDowell and Stacey Kiji. Also, uh, we may have that many, but Pam Greer is in this movie. So you know a little bit bigger name, especially at the time of a lot of black exploitation movies and stuff. Lance Henriksen, Patrick Kilpatrick, 
I love somebody who has Bradley Greg, Greg, Tracy Lind. I don't know. Well, Joshua Miller. But, yeah, so... Are you kidding me? I jerk off to Joshua Miller. No, I do every day of my life. It hasn't paid off. It hasn't paid off. There's actually a sequel to Class of 1999 called Class of 1999 to The Substitute. And guess who is the star of that one? Sasha Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Cody from Step by Step. Oh, man. I wish we had our Cody here. <laughs> oh, we do, Spirit. <laughs> Rest in peace. Oh, fuck you, he's not dead. <laughs> I know, I don't know why. He'll laugh at that. <laughs> He'll laugh at his death. Uh, Anyways, uh, yeah, so Class of 1999 is available on Crackle. Just go to crackle.com and find it on there. It's not available on Netflix, sadly, but Crackle is free, so what the hell? Why the fuck not? So, for B-Movie Breakdown, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, all that other jazz. T-Dog, Buzzle Pops, Cozy Stand Show. Find that on Spreaker and iTunes. Yes, I said Spreaker again. And as always, I'm Corey. I'm DRC. And a playboy keeps going to the toilet, not knowing if he needs to or not. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>